Hi, I'm Ian. And I'm Alex. And this is... Hugs and Misses. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hugs and Misses, where we talk about the dates that ended in hugs and the ones that did not. Alex, how are you tonight, my friend? I've got a scar across my face. What happened? Uh, I decided to start working out, and my dog thought it was playtime oh. when I was doing, like, push-ups. And oh. so he, like, jumped at my face. Oh, and now I look like Scar from Lion King. That's pretty cool, though. That's what I get for trying to exercise. There's always like a, there's always like the hidden anime character, you know, who's the, who's <laughs> I the wonder antagonist. If this is the villain. <laughs> I know. I wonder who the villain is. Um, and you know, I'm, I was gonna say you started working out without me, but if you're just working out from home, I, I totally get that. Oh yeah, no, I don't go to places yet. No, not I don't feel especially the gym where like I already felt weird enough touching sweaty things that oh yeah people may or may not have washed off and the spray just seems so unreliable to begin with it's like is this just water with like bubble mix mixed into it like i don't know what kind of cleaner this is it's like an unmarked spray bottle comes dribbling out (laughs) yeah no that's probably gone they probably put soap in there the first time but ever since then they've just done the thing that you're you know, that you do to, like, not have to replace the hand soap. <laughs> oh, just, no. <laughs> when it doesn't pump anymore, you just kind of throw some water in there and shake. Give it a good shake. <laughs> <laughs> These are expensive. We can't afford bags. <laughs> are you crazy? Soap is soap is very, very expensive. It's high commodity right now. Right. Well, no kidding. Seriously, I don't think I'm ever going to... I don't think I'm going to be able to get Clorox wipes until, like, my children are of age. I'm going to be like... <laughs> I'm going to be, like, when, my, when the... Uh, the uh oh those cheese balls the planters cheese balls came back and my dad was like you guys don't even know how good these are you have no idea and soon enough my kids are gonna be my age now and i'm like guys clorox wipes huge huge thing and they're finally available again it's gonna be like the gift you give them at their wedding like i've been saving this for the day when you would be ready for them i've stored them ever since i knew you were being born oh they're all dry damn it <laughs> just do what you do with the soap just throw some water in there and give it a good <laughs> shake, shake it up. <laughs> but it won't be the same <laughs> you, you can try our you can try our do-it-yourself homemade clorox wipes just get a thing of tissues Put some water and a and a little bit of dish soap in there and shake it up and hopefully they won't be completely dissolved into mm. a mess by the time you need them. Then the toilet paper's just gonna break across your bum. Clorox wipes are not for your bum. Have you been using them for your bum? I thought we were talking about something else. No. No, bud. Clorox clean wipes. I was wipes. thinking of like the not uh, preparation H flushable wipes. Not I don't use preparation H wipes, just like the normal ones. You mean normal flushable wipes? Yeah. Okay, but... I got those mixed up with Clorox. Yes, okay. that's, that was the misunderstanding. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. you thought we were talking about toilet I was down with it. Like, I... Oh, no, it's cool. You're, you're a chill cat, and that's why I dig you. Uh, okay, <laughs> so uh, with that, let's, uh, let's move into our hug for the week. Yeah, man, I got um, us a hug from the internet. Yeah, ooh, yes, love the internet. <laughs> love those internet hugs. Which means it's uh, which means it's short, but it might have a, a sweet message we can find hidden inside. I always love that. Okay, go ahead, buddy. The most positive date was not actually a date. LOL. We met on Tinder. She liked weed as well and invited me over for a smoke sesh. Yes. We had a great oh, time. Good, good. We already have something in common. <laughs> we had a great time having the same music and meme taste to laugh about. I think when you're high... 
most music and memes are (laughs) probably pretty great. But anyway, I'm not going to judge here. I'm just... What did you say last time about alcohol? Marijuana kind of serves as a social lubricant of sorts, I feel like. <laughs> I've been around I've been around people who smoke the weed. Like it's not a generality thing I'm trying to make or anything, but a guy literally like turned to me and he's like, I love this song. And I'm like, what is it? And he's like, I don't even know. I don't even know, dude. <laughs> and I was like, All right. Okay. Hey, I'm all good for it. Okay, so we got it's it's going well so far. Uh she looked gorgeous on that day as well. Uh, we ended up as friends with benefits later, but that didn't turned out that turned out bad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, and I think the message here that's really nice is that it doesn't matter so much that what you're doing, as long as it's something you both enjoy doing together. Was that the end? Yeah, I told you it was short. Was that it? I told you it was short. <laughs> so. Yeah. I thought you were joking when you started saying, I think the message is here. I didn't know it was that short. I didn't know like that was what was going to be it. I mean, I guess, I mean, what's the message besides like, I mean, I I probably am not the best one to take a message from that because for me, it's like, Hey, smoke weed. You can get along with anyone. (laughs) No, I mean, I mean, if you both like smoking weed, more power to you, but like, if you both like the same music and you both like looking at memes together, you know, and you can consider that like a good time with each other, then I think that's great. I think that's wonderful. It doesn't have to be this big extravagant. Now you've got me messed up. It doesn't have to be great. Extravagant. Extravagant. It doesn't have to be this big extravagant thing. It can be as simple as a smoke sesh and memes and music. Smoke sesh, memes and music. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> the other day, we're laying in bed, Cass and I, and she's she's reading her book, and we were laying there for good. It was almost two hours, mm-hmm. um, and it's just because like neither of us like wanted to start a movie and anything, and I knew she wanted to read, so I just you get lost in some of these meme apps, right? So I'm like scrolling through the memes, and she, <laughs> so I'm just like giggling every once in a while, and it's like two hours later, right? And she looks over at me and she says. Have you just been looking at memes this whole time? And I like try to hide it. I'm like, no. Why? What time is it? Oh my gosh. No, no, of course I haven't. I've been doing productive things. I've and been- she just was laughing super hard. And she's like, no, it's okay. I love that about you. It's very cute if that's what you like to do. And I'm like, thank you. Would you like to see this one? It's got a dog in it. <laughs> it's not memes. I'm reading it. A- Shakespearean comedy. It's, I promise. It's it's uh, it's uh, reports and 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 studies and things. Well, why is it funny? Ah, it's it's because this guy here he extrapolated his data in a weird way. I don't know. I'm just using big words. I, I was it was memes. I'm laughing because someone photoshopped a corgi onto a bottle and named it Corky. <laughs> corky. And I've been thinking about that for ten hours. <laughs> Uh, funny times, good times. But yeah, that's the that's the best that the internet had to offer me this week. I can give you a personal hug if that would make you. Yeah, feel no, better. I mean, I think it's always good that we share personal hugs. I mean, I just kind of shared one, so. Oh yeah, so fall is uh falling upon us. Thank Autumn. goodness. Thank goodness. I love that. Oh, I love. It. So there was that one one of the things that compares languages. Sorry to cut you off. No, I, have, I know where but, you're going. But while we're thinking about you it, too. so there's this thing that is comparing like languages, and it has like autumn in French, and then like. Autumn is like and like Chinese and like beautiful calligraphy, and then autumn like set out in like this British language, uh, in in, in English this British in language. this British language in English proper English, right? right and then it right. goes to American. It's like 
autumn fall cause leaf fall down. That's right. <laughs> and that's why I just have to feel like autumn is my favorite season. Absolutely. It's my favorite as well. And we wanted to enjoy that. And so we went up for a drive, me and my wife. And we uh, went up to a little place called Tony Grove. Oh, oh I been? know it well. Oh, I know it well. We went for a little walk around the lake, and it was just absolutely beautiful up there. And uh, and it was uh, it was just nice. Me and my wife had a little walk with our dog, and uh, we just enjoyed each other's company in the in the woods there. And uh, I liked that. That's beautiful. So that's a, <laughs> that's beautiful. I, just I feel like though, how short that hug was too. Like, no, there's that's a good. No, that's a good it. hug. Once again, it's the, sometimes the extravagant things aren't the things that we remember. It's the simple things. Mm-hmm. However, I do have a theory. If you'll let me postulate for a moment, I I need as much time as you can give me. Um, so you and your wife have been doing that quite a bit more lately. You yeah. guys have been driving up to places and, and walking. And like very secluded, you know, and and taking your jeep out, mm-hmm. uh, off roading and whatnot. Um, I I think that's great and everything, but I also think it might have a sub. I think it also is a subconscious plot devised by your wife to eventually either meet a serial killer or bring the serial killer out in you. <laughs> I've never thought about that before. But now that you bring it up, that kind of makes a little bit of sense. For those of you who don't know, Alex's wife is one of those girls. You know how I was like the myth, like the Greek mythology boy in elementary school, and there's like horse girls. Well, <laughs> guess what? Bregan is the serial killer girl, and she knows all about them. Yes, she loves crime documentaries and crime podcasts and crime books. <laughs> I got her a crime coloring book for Christmas. Is it or, just red? <laughs> no, it's, it's a bunch of like famous serial killers, and I felt weird because it's like, I don't know. I felt like I was like supporting the serial killers, <laughs> but then I read up on it, and the proceeds go to the victims of the family. I was gonna say, I was so like, please okay. tell me, please tell me that this guy's just pocketing the money. He's like, yeah, the, most of these guys are dead. But uh, <laughs> they're not gonna get me. <laughs> but uh, they, don't, they don't care. I have a lot of uh, interesting, like serial killer, like I don't want to say like tendencies or like coincidences. Mm-hmm. But they're like, oh, oh, you mean like statistically, you share a lot of the characteristics that yes, some of these serial killers that's did. What I'm... So uh, let, let me let me see if I can guess a few. Okay. So you are a white male. I am, but yes. I don't think that's that, that is that's, okay. Well, yeah, okay. that that's yeah. a big one. <laughs> then yes, check check, white and male. Um, you're left-handed. Yes. Okay. That is one. Um, let's see. Uh, I mean, like, I don't want to like. Here's the thing: is that I, I didn't could... like pee the bed or torture small animals as a kid. I want to get right, that out of the way right, right. now. Right. And again, I didn't want to make any assumptions about your childhood, uh, <laughs> nor do I want to like say anything about your personality and make it seem like, oh, is that just a personality trait that you think serial killers have, Ian? Okay. What are the other ones? So you're a white male. You have uh, you're left-handed. What are mm-hmm. some other ones? I'm born in November. Is that a big one? Apparently. Jeez, I didn't know that. Yeah. So. Uh, I guess November or Scorpios in particular are big in the Scorpio in the serial killer. I, you murdered <laughs> all these people. What can I say? I'm a Scorpio. He's a Scorpio. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, and I kind of noticed that too with like a bunch of like Scorpio like horoscope pages. They'll always be like Scorpio men are absolute garbage, and I'm like, well, yeah, it's because they're serial killers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. They're very desirable. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't killed anyone. You're handsome. You're handsome. Yeah, I'm handsome, and I uh, I like to be around people. I'm a social person, kind of. 
You're not like a sociopath, though. No, I like have feelings and stuff. Yeah, I think that's like the biggest. <laughs> like, thank goodness. Right. Either I have feelings, or I've just thought I've had feelings for so. Or long. Or you're so good at faking them. <laughs> I like, tricked myself. I mean, I could, or me. You know, I could be. I could be totally off. For these whole, for all these years I've known you, you could totally be like just an. In, you could be a serial killer who fakes having feelings and your empathy and everything. I'm playing the long con. <laughs> I've made so many friends that I just planned to murder. It couldn't have been Alex. He's so nice. <laughs> But he was, like, at the crime scene. Yeah, but he was, like, helping. He was, like, helping there. He was... Oh, that's good. That's good. I love it. I, I love wish it. there was a segue for this topic into for, our story today. Oh, but I don't oh, think there is one. Well, here's the thing, is that this story came from someone who I personally know, and you're running into this blind. Mm-hmm. And I don't really think there's much that you could say to segue into the wildness that is about to occur. Ooh, I'm so excited. And I get to read this one. You yes. do. This is this is yours, my friend. Okay. Also, we... I haven't like read through it like recently, so just make sure that like you edit out any of the names. <laughs> right. And if you don't, I'll just do it later. In post production, uh, any like a random swear words? It's it's not me. <laughs> I it's wouldn't be surprised story. if they were in there. <laughs> Should we start? Yes, let us go ahead and get to the. Let us go ahead and get to the miss for this week. Do, 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 do. <clears throat> Here it goes. After getting out of a traumatic relationship, which ended up with <clears throat> wow, starting off, starting off strong. Oh, the story's <laughs> just so powerful. <laughs> After getting out of a traumatic relationship, which ended up with me being cheated on, I was very weary about dating. After a little while, my friend set me up on a blind date. I doubled with one of my friends, and it turned out to be really nice. This guy was very sweet and all-around good person. Very much the opposite from the guy I just stopped dating. I started hanging out with him more frequently before a major fault appeared. Although he was kind and sweet, the poor kid didn't have a brain. He was just kind of ditzy, forgetful, and not very smart. Street or book-wise. <laughs> so, like, so he's stupid. I love those. I love that, like, oh, he's, you're, you're just street smart. And it's like, no, no, there's there's no justification. He was, he was, it's just dumb. I know nothing about the street. Oh, well, maybe you're book smart. I've never read a book. I can't read. Well, maybe you're just really nice. Uh, At the time, I was in my second year of college, and getting good grades was very important to me. He was not going going to any type of school and worked most of the time. I spent a lot of my time studying and trying to keep up. He could never understand why studying was a necessity for me. He would often forget when I would tell him I needed to study and would come over and watch me write papers or catch up on my assigned readings. He would often try to talk to me about what I was learning, and I would explain the best I could. He would zone out quickly and jabber on and on about something else. <laughs> so what are, you, what are you learning about there, Ian? Oh, well, you see, this uh, right here is um, a, a Native American uh, beaded wallet. Are those Legos? Yeah, yeah, those are Legos. Can I see them? Yes, you may. They're All right. Recreations of me and my wife. That's yes. There's Cassidy right there, and this one's me. My I sister like, got them for us. You're holding like a turkey... Yes, I'm holding it like a giant turkey leg, and she is holding a suitcase in her character. So that should tell you all you need to know about both of us. <laughs> did you want to learn about this Indian thing, or did you not care about that? Hmm? <laughs> no. <laughs> I honestly think he had some sort of adult ADD. At first, I really didn't think much of it. Some people really just aren't book smart, and that is okay. After a while, it just became hard to relate to him, because I wanted so badly to discuss everything I was learning, but he just didn't understand. I think I began to realize that it was hard to be learning and growing while he just 
wasn't. You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of the um that song from Nightmare Before Christmas mm-hmm. when he's like um if they only understood he'd give it all up if he only could. Oh, so sad. When he's like singing about how the Halloween people don't understand Christmas even though he like only learned about it literally 20 like less than 24 hours before. <laughs> Uh, he's like, oh, at least they're excited, but they don't understand what it's like in Christmas land. <laughs> You've been there once. You've been, yeah. Oh, Jack Skellington is like the annoying, like, uh, oh, what are they called? The people who go, like, to study for a semester. Oh, study abroad. Study abroad. Yes, or study, quote unquote, study abroad. <laughs> the people who go and build an orphanage or whatever in in a certain country and they're there for a month and then they come back and they're like you just don't understand you just don't understand <laughs> jack jack we made these new halloween decorations oh well those are great <sighs> those but the are... thing is in christmas town where i was for a day very quaint <laughs> <laughs> those are very quaint also jack where did you get all that stuff to show these people like did you steal that <laughs> Yeah, he, like, rolls in on, like, a whole vehicle. That's Grand Theft Auto. He does. You're, like, you're thinking about it, and you're like, and now that we go back, like, they don't seem to recognize him. So he had to either talk to somebody. You know, how did that all happen? You know, I mean, I mean, it's a talking skeleton, right? We don't have to go into the socioeconomics of Christmas land versus Halloween Town, right? But... I just find it interesting, and it's just funny because it's just she's lamenting over not being like these people just not understanding. You see, when Jack steals a car, that means an elf comes out and he realizes that a car's Sorry. been stolen, which ups the crime rate in that community, which also brings the prices <laughs> yes. of the homes down, which sends the economic sales of the homes. No wonder a Halloween Town's such a shizzle. <laughs> Everything's broken. Have you noticed that? Everything's just shambling. Can't afford health care. Everyone's like missing a limb. (laughs) Everyone's literally dead. (laughs) But I digress. I need to write a paper. (laughs) We need to have a whole, we need to have a whole. Jeez, now I'm like, oh man, I got to write all this down. This is good stuff. Uh, I got to do it for my comedy bit. Uh, Hundreds of universities get this random email from two people. The socioeconomics of Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, (laughs) Sorry, it's like, it's like, fall it's like getting there right so i my mind immediately goes to like these kinds of movies anyway continue (laughs) so she's she's frustrated (laughs) she can't relate to this guy and he doesn't understand anything that she's talking about i'm starting to feel like we relate to this guy more as we i know (sighs) true that brother but after a few weeks I knew Ooh. I just couldn't see a future with him. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just wasn't finding what I wanted in a partner. But I didn't have the heart to tell him. As this change of heart was occurring, he started hinting at marriage. And I knew I had to say something. <laughs> One Mayday. <laughs> Mayday. Oh, <laughs> uh, been there. It's scary. Uh, one night, I called him up and asked him to come over to talk. I was ready to tell him that, although I liked him, I just didn't feel we were the right fit, and though we would, and thought we shouldn't see it, or thought we should see other people. Excuse me. He was running late, which didn't bother me because he was often twenty to thirty minutes late everywhere he went, <laughs> because he's a simpleton. <laughs> Does it say that? Or did you no, say, I added that because he's an oaf. <laughs> he's just sitting in his couch watching TV, like scratching his belly, and he's like. Oh, shoot! (laughs) I guess I better get over there. (laughs) However, then I took a weird turn when my sister started screaming for me, saying he was at the front door and covered in blood. What? (laughs) 
covered in blood. Okay. We're going to get our serial killer story after all here. <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> on the way to my house, he had gone into a car accident, essentially pulling a hit and run on a cow. Oh my <laughs> gosh, what? <laughs> it completely wrecked his car and sent shattered windshield into his face and on his hands. Oh my gosh. Instead of pulling over and calling 911, he continued to drive two miles to my house. That's dedication, Ian. That is a devoted man. Oh no, I'm late. <laughs> what side of your face goes numb when you're having a seizure? Uh, the left side? Alright, we're good. Um, okay, so yeah, drives two miles to my house. My dad and I had to drive him to the ER and stayed with him until his mom got there. I will be honest and say that while I was concerned, I was overwhelmingly embarrassed and angry with him. <laughs> Although I didn't show it. Of course, I couldn't break up with him in the middle of the ER. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> so That cow was my cousin, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> it's Should. not a real cow, it was just a large woman. <laughs> just like... <laughs> Oh, you need to say you have you have asked that one. You didn't say it full all the way. I, you, I, I chickened out. But I, but I heard it. That was funny. Oh, I don't care who you are. That is that is funny. Uh, so, out of guilt, I suppressed my feelings for a few more weeks. Oh uh, yeah, I think that's a. Uh, I think that's every relationship someone's been in before they have to break up with someone. Just like, especially after they're in an accident. It's like I don't like uh, Dane Cook a whole lot anymore because I'm like 26, right? Almost and, 26. Yeah, and but he it was funny when we were 14. But that one bit where he's like, I can't just break up with him, okay? He's, okay, my CDs are in his truck. Can't just break up with him, Stacy. He's got. I can't just let him drive away with 15 or 16 of my CDs. <laughs> I'm like, that will it's always not that simple, Stacy. It will always hit close to home because guys are always like, well, if you don't like her, why don't you break up with her? It's like, why don't she like makes out with me? <laughs> why won't you break up with say him? That. It's not that simple, Stacy. He ran into a cow. He had to go to the ER. <laughs> he was unconscious. I couldn't break up. With well, why didn't you leave a note? He had blood everywhere. He can't read with glass in he his can't, eyes. He can't read, period. It doesn't seem like he can read without <laughs> glass in his eyes. <laughs> How can he drive? It's... <laughs> doesn't sound like you can do that either, I guess. Uh, the poor kid was pretty clueless that I was having any of these feelings. I eventually realized that it would not hurt no that it would hurt no matter what. So one day I just called him and told him I did not want to date him anymore. He was confused, saying he still wanted to marry me and worked things out. I really didn't want to continue the argument because how can you tell someone to their face that they just aren't smart enough for you <laughs> without being a total B word? <laughs> <laughs> why because you're stupid because you're stupid keith, <laughs> keith you hit a cow okay like they're pretty large <laughs> they're in the way imagine none of this would have happened if he would have been just on time yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not about being smart it's about you know being proper that's right be prompt i finally convinced him it was over and after a few tears he accepted if there is anything to be learned from this story, learn to be honest and communicate what you are feeling and the expectations you have. If I would have done so earlier, I really could have saved that poor sweet boy from heartache. And might I add, from hitting a cow. Yeah, I was going to say, probably uh, probably from the cow. Probably a $2,000 car repair. 
Well, not to mention, do you know how expensive cows are? No. How expensive are cows? Very. So, like, I think the prized cow at the county fair this year went for over three grand. Three grand for one cow? Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Wow. Hold on. I, I'll, need to, I'll need to double check that, everyone. Sorry. And you know what? The pig actually sold more for the prized cow this year. Really? Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. Was it a big was it a very big pig? I I can only assume it was a big pig, but I can assure you it wasn't bigger than the cow. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would justify the price. It would it would, right? And I guess some people prefer pork over beef. He's um, a big pig. You can be a big pig too. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oh, <laughs> oh yakin. Yep, yep, yep. For oh, some bacon. bacon. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> He's a big pig. Big pig. You could be a big pig too. Oi. It's from the motion motion picture Lion King. This is the greatest podcast of all time. (laughs) Nathan Lane, if you're (laughs) listening to this, you are loved. You are missed. Please come back to like movies. (laughs) I loved you when uh, Hmm? Mousetrap. Oh, yeah. I know probably some people give you crap for Mousetrap, Nathan Lane, but I loved Mousetrap when I was a kid. And to (laughs) this day, I still love Mousetrap. So... You know? And Birdcage. And Bird... Well, Birdcage. Birdcage is... I mean, Robin Williams, Nathan Lane, is two gay dudes, like... You Get know. out of town. Seriously. That movie's amazing! Uh, we really okay. aren't, uh, So... We really have ADD, this podcast. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm... Now that I'm, I, like, I read this, and I'm like, was this me? Did this happen to me? <laughs> did I did, hit a cow and Did forget? I hit that cow, and now I have short-term memory loss, and I just can't recall <laughs> for the life of me that that, that, that had ever occurred? Oh, here, here's something that's relatable <laughs> from 51st Dates when she's talking about her head injury. Yeah. And she's like, oh, how's the cow? Oh, and yeah. he's like, same as you. Every day they have to convince her that she's a cow. <laughs> Dude, that was totally because of a cow, too. Like, he dodged the cow. Mm-hmm. Um, man. Yeah, okay. So, not only the car, but, like, the cow, too. Anyway. Okay. So, this is... See, this is... This is a little bit different from our other... From our other misses, because... Is it because of the cow? It, it, it's part of that. <laughs> yes, part of that is because of the cow. Um, <laughs> but uh, don't let me forget, I need to send you home with some beef. Oh, yes. Um, thank you. But it's like one of the benefits of living out here in the country. <laughs> People always are hitting cows, and you got to slaughter it on the spot. Cheap beef. Is that... I keep bringing up movie scenes, but I, this is just how I talk to you. It's that scene from Napoleon Dynamite when the kids just... Oh, when the kids are sitting in the bus. With the cows. Dude, and you know what's like funny? is That's like that's less than an hour north. That's Preston. And that kind of stuff happens <laughs> everywhere here. Nothing so near works sad. smooth. And he just totally... He just totally gut checks that cow in front of those kids. Oh, oh man. You know that had to be like a thought. You know, like, what do we do with this cow? I'm like, well, the meat might still be good on the other side here. Oh, man. Good times. Good times. Um, anyway, so what was I saying? Oh, yes. This is different because... So this is different, not just because of the cow, but because, see, a lot of these misses have been because of the guy's almost, shall I say, uh, lack of courtesy mm. or straight up just being a douche or mean. Sure. Um, this is one of the first ones where it hasn't really been a lot of that, like at all. In fact, it's mostly, if not all, re- like specifically because of how clueless he is. Right. He's just a, a simple man. And again, I'm never. <laughs> yeah, sure. I've called some people stupid. I've called people dumb. Right. But it has. 
you know, he probably could tell you a whole bunch about, I don't know, what if, what do ADD people like? But he's a hell of a mechanic. What do I like? <laughs> trains. He could probably tell you a whole <laughs> bunch about trains, you know? <laughs> okay. Um, it's just situational, situational awareness and situational romance, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, the, the reason she liked him at first is because he was nice. Yeah, you know that that'll get you that'll get you in the door. You'll be sur- and you'll be surprised how far that can get you. Yeah, it's just being nice, just being sweet. Um, and, but in this case, unfortunately, right? You you can only get so far on just niceness. And <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> there are some man. I had I had a couple friends right who were just gorgeous specimens, mm-hmm. just on the outside looking like straight up supermodels. Just, I hate those guys. Um, uh, bless them. Bless them. And the <laughs> nicest guys, right? Nice. Nice oh, is all out. Killers. But they were without. That's <laughs> all there was. Like, underneath it all, there was nothing underneath. That was it. You get through a couple dates with them. You get through a couple scenarios with them. You try to get deeper, dig deeper, and you will discover that, oh my gosh, there's nothing else there. And And again, here's the thing. You can be nothing else but beautiful and kind, and you will be a Disney princess and everyone will love you, and that's okay. But in order to form a deep, existing, connecting, lasting relationship, there's got to be something more. Or everyone, or everyone's going to be one of those single-serving friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's like, oh, he's so nice, or whoa, wow, she's so nice. But no one's going to want to... No one's going to want to commit because they just seat themselves. And again, there are some people who just don't care, right? And just will commit to the hot one, right? <laughs> but they won't ever form that bond that you really need. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing with Disney princesses is most of the movie, they're either like unconscious or asleep or dead, or they have like 10 lines the whole movie. And now, you like, know, now we're getting to the point, right, where these Disney princesses, princesses and princes have, like, some personality, right? And it's getting... Oh, sure. But, like, the classic ones... Yeah, I mean, they, like, they do. They spend half the movie either unconscious Like, that's or, the definition. Like, you're a Disney princess. Like, you're beautiful. She's, and she's you're, very nice. She's very beautiful. But, I mean, like, what is it, Swan Princess? What else is there? <laughs> <laughs> what else is, is there? there? You should write a book. How to offend women in five syllables or less. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. <laughs> Outstanding performance. But there is. There is so much more. There is so much more. And again, you know, there, there's that fine line between being shallow and being, you know, actually. And here's the thing. It's like, I love when people say, oh, you're just shallow. And I'm like, listen, you have to be physically attracted to the person if you want to make the relationship last, unless you're both asexual. Sure. Which you're both not. And just because one person is attracted to the other person does not mean that the relationship will work. They have to both be attracted to each other. Physical intimacy, being next to one another, not gagging at the sight of your at the sight of your other, <laughs> is a necessity. And anybody who dare tell me otherwise, uh, I'm sorry, but you know, come come on, snap back to reality. Oops, there goes gravity. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> And again, people are going to be like, well, what about people who got married and then their wives got into a fire and they're burn victims? Here's the thing. They've already established the they've already established that deep relationship. They've already. And and again, you can transcend the physicality. Don't get me wrong. And you can push push back on this. Feel free to. You can transcend that physicality and like fall in love with someone. 
I mean, that's what people who catfish other people hope to achieve. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but it shouldn't matter if you fell in love with me. Okay, first of all, Tracy, if that's even your name, um, you're great, you're wonderful, but you have a penis. And I'm just not into that because I am a man and I am not a homosexual. So that's just not going to roll with me. And you should have known that when I was interested in you because you were a woman. <laughs> because I said, I'm into women. <laughs> And so you said, that's good because I am one. <laughs> and now that we meet, I see that you're not. So <laughs> do you see what do you want to do with problem? here? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think, you know, absolutely. Like physical attraction is like the starter. Mm-hmm. Like that's the appeal. That's what gets things going. And there then you, go. you kind of get into the relationship. At least that's how it's worked for me. Yeah, for sure. And that's sure. honestly, unless it's like very rare scenarios where I've like actually known the girl for a long time before yeah. I started dating her. Which I don't think ever really happened for me, honestly. <laughs> Dude, I mean, same for me, man. But I then immediately, it's far too late. Like, I immediately engaged in a romantic relationship with my wife. Like, with, with who then wasn't my wife, but I was immediately like, ah, I better lock this down. <laughs> right. But uh, I've met girls, and I found them attractive, and we go on dates, and things are fine. And then, you know, you just... That's what dating is. You learn more about them. Absolutely. And then if you that's don't why you like date them, as much as you can. Right. And then, in this scenario, it just happens that they're not... On the same intellectual level, which I think is important. Like, if you can't have conversations at the same depth about things that are important to you, then you're not going to be able to, like, feel a special connection with that person. Truer words have not been spoken on this podcast, I believe, my friend. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I mean, is, I mean, I'm sure, like, some people might be like, oh, my gosh, you're so right. But deep down, I'm just saying my wife doesn't understand D&D the way that I do. And that kind of hurts me. But Damn it, she's trying, and that's why it's important. <laughs> well, and then some people make the argument, Ian, you and Alex agree on almost everything. You guys are into the same things, and here's the thing. That's where that physicality comes in. He's got a penis, and I have a penis, <laughs> so we're just not into each other. As attracted as I am to Ian, that is his one flaw. <laughs> yes, and the same for me with Alex is, unfortunately, he shares similar genitalia, and it's just... <laughs> You know, damn, you know, just a shame. <laughs> what if I could? But I just can't, so I won't. Yeah, so, you know, so we're doing what we can with what we have, which is being friends and brothers, so... Bregan, I love you so much, my and, wife. And Cassidy. I'm just I, letting her know right now. I know, I gotta love you, baby, so much. You were the greatest <laughs> thing that's ever had. You were my, my muse, my flame. Everything that is good that has come from my life has been because of you. Thank you. Bregan is like the uh, the peachos of my life. Nothing better will ever happen to me. Have you ever had a picho? Yeah, no, I I love peachos. Yeah, they're great. I'm a picho man myself. Yeah, I. <laughs> oh, I. Oh, I. Uh, <laughs> it's oh, it's good. It's good. Uh, yeah, but um, <laughs> where, are they uh, sick of us yet? I don't know. Here's <laughs> the thing, and I'm I'm gonna be honest because I don't know like how many people listen to this. It's like, for a while, we were doing pretty good there with, like, people listening. But now, I don't know what we did to piss everyone off. <laughs> but, like, like, overnight, we lost half, like, of our listeners. <laughs> I've gone back, and I've, like, listened to the episode, like, right before it happened. And I'm like, what did we do? What did we say? <laughs> Hopefully, uh, with how much we talk about genitalia in this oh, episode, geez, we'll get yeah, more we're listeners. talking about crotches and movies in, the, in this episode. Everyone, hope what else is new, right? There's nothing new coming from Hex and Misses. Nothing super innovative, right? It's just like we're just so 
such a specific niche <laughs> for people. We just don't meet the large majority. Ugh, not at all. And the people who do enjoy us aren't out looking for podcasts. They're down in their basements. <laughs> the people, yeah, the people who do enjoy us are the people who like know us and they're like, yeah, I can tolerate those two. They're, they're, they're okay. And to you, we appreciate you all. We appreciate you listening. Well, we do have some like, we have like a random listener in like France. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Uh, every yeah, every once in a while you get like the random listener in in. Uh, also, I think our random listener in Singapore is directly because my brother was serving a mission there. So I mean that would make sense. Oh nice! Hi um, Singapore, bonjour France. <laughs> uh, who else? Uh, a Canada. Whoever's yeah. listening to us in Canada, we appreciate you. We're neighbors of the north. Neighbors, neighbors to the north. Uh, but yeah. So okay, back to the back to the task at hand gosh where were we uh, there are so many places we're in so many places with this with this we, guy we had good nuggets in there we just got so distracted well it's hard i mean we're fun it is fun okay so this 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 gentleman not and again i i never want to be the kind of person who be like oh they're they just they're just not on my level i'm just so much smarter and that's not what this is like, right yeah this right. is this is like that we just don't share any of the same interests and a lot of people will be like opposites attract yes but in some in, in, in it's certain circumstances right you have to share here's the thing you can share different interests but if you don't share the same values Mm-hmm. then it's probably never going to work. And and values are different than interests, right? Because values are your like core principles. And if they don't care about your core principles, in this case, one of hers was like reading and studying and getting a degree and whatnot. And he didn't care. He didn't, that didn't matter to him. Right. Not that he had to do it, but he had to understand that it was important to her. And he didn't seem like he really cared that much about it. Yeah, right. And I think that's a good point that it's not necessarily bad that he didn't have those interests, but it's bad in the case of the relationship. Yes. Because that's not going to work. Right. It'll work with someone else, but not in this scenario. It's right. not what he's doing. It's just that it doesn't work here. Precisely. Do you think that opposites attract? To some extent. Uh, to, like, to some extent. So, like, I think a lot of people say opposites attract because it, when they do, it's so out of the blue that you're like, wow, who would have thought? And that's the thing that they focus on instead of every other relationship, which is typically people who are similar. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Cass and I, I mean, and it's kind of like you and Bregan. We're outgoing. We're all outgoing mm-hmm. for the most part. But Cass is very much an introvert. And I'm somewhat introverted, but I'm I'm an out, uh, outrovert. <laughs> <laughs> What is it called? Extrovert? Ex- that sounds right. Is that right? Oh my gosh. I am going insane. Introvert, extrovert? Yes. Okay. So I'm outrovert. So I'm, I'm an extrovert and you and Bregan, Bregan's kind of an introvert and you're kind of an extrovert. Mm-hmm. I mean, to, to up to a certain extent, right? Right, right. Now again, and I think that's not just because opposites attract. I think that's because our, our values and our personalities complement each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. In, in that the things that we lack, for example, <clears throat> tact with myself uh, and a few other things, Cassidy more than makes up for. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, the ability to think ahead, um, language skills, uh, you know, name a few. But yeah, Cass- cursive writing, <laughs> cursive writing. Yes, exactly. She more than makes up for for my lack. And so I think it's much more about complementing each other's personalities than it is about opposites attract right because in my 
high school mind that I possess <laughs> with no degrees to speak of as far as relationships or relationship advice goes or knowledge of anything like this. Yeah, we should probably put a disclaimer at the beginning of all these. Hey, guys, uh, we're not doctors. Oh, and- Ian, they know, honey. <laughs> They know. I hope so by now. <laughs> I'm just hoping not to get like the stray rando who like gets on episode 35 and is like, these guys, they make a lot of sense. I got to find where they went to school. <laughs> like, these guys went to college? <laughs> no, we didn't. We, we didn't go to college <laughs> for, for that. This. Not for this. <laughs> but uh, in my mind, in my high school stupid brain, I just think, oh, wow, opposites attract because we want to get into each other's pants. So we pretend to be interested in other people's hobbies. <laughs> so it's like. Oh, do you like skiing? Oh, I've never been skiing, but for you, I'd be willing to try. That sounds fantastic. Because you're hot, and I want to get with you. <laughs> but uh, then it doesn't totally. work for me, because I was like, oh, Bregan, I like D&D. And she's like, wow, I've never wanted to try that. I was like, please, <laughs> please try For me, it. because you love it. You <laughs> love me. And see, Cass is into suit. I, I'm into much more modern movies. I'm not a huge old movie guy, but after I've met Cass... Mm-hmm. Um, see, but this is the thing. We're not opposites because we both enjoy movies, but she enjoys older movies. Mm-hmm. And after that, I have grown to love so many of these old classic films. See, yeah, and they're some the, of my favorites now. See, there's the beautiful part of it. Yeah. So you get, if it's genuine, you get to learn new things and yeah. you find new hobbies yeah. and that can be a bonding point for both of you. But in my stupid brain, I'm just like, well, he's just doing those things because he thinks she's hot. <laughs> What's that line from... I think it's Rick and Morty. I don't know, but he ta- she they're talking about their kids and they've got a boy and a girl. Uh Summer and Morty. Um Morty being the boy, Summer being the girl. And she's like, "Morty has to be smart. He has to do well in school. He he's not like Summer. He's not a girl. He can't just bail on his life and attach himself to someone else's like some hot girl." You know? And I'm not saying you know, that that's every hot girl, right? But in some circumstances, some girls are like, "I'll just, I'll just have a sugar daddy. I'll just, I'll just get with a, just get with a guy." You know, that's uh, what I did. Yeah, I, I mean, just hooked on to Bregan, and Cassidy is my sugar mama. Correct. You know. Okay, with that, let's do, uh, let's do a quick um, Keith's corner, Oof. and uh, I'm, I'm assuming the role of Keith this time. And yes. So uh, <clears throat> we begin now. Okay, uh, Keith. Yeah. Uh, I hope your recovery is going well. Yes. Heard yes. you had an accident there. And yeah. I uh, yeah. heard you had a little trouble with your relationship as well. Heard yeah. Heard you had a little breakup there. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, that hurt. Yeah. But do you understand uh, why there was a breakup? No. I, I still don't understand. I wanted to marry her. Right. Right. And that, you know, that's good. I think marriage is a great goal. We've talked about that before. But, uh, you know... Do you feel like you both were on, like, the same uh, level, I guess I should say? Well, we both, we both, like, had aspirations. Sorry, that's a big word for Keith. Um, <laughs> well, we both, like, had dreams about getting married, you know? Right. I mean, I think, and, and we had dated long enough. I felt like it was about time was to there? move on to the next step of our relationship. Could you list a few more things that you had in common, though? Uh, we uh well we both lived in the same area mm-hmm. yeah that's uh that's helpful with meeting people as you usually live close by well i mean like yeah i mean we liked each other yeah you know that's good and you know dating a lot of the time is about getting to know each other and you know maybe when you don't have a lot in common with that other person maybe marriage isn't the best idea hmm well what if I can't find anyone else? Uh, well, I mean, 
that's not a good mindset to be in. I think there's I think there's someone out there for everyone, right? Well, I hope so. I thought she was mine. Why did she break up with me? Well, we went over this. You don't have hobbies, uh, or, uh... I have hobbies. In common with her. You know how she liked to, like, go to school and read and talk about, uh, you know, uh, papers she's written or read, and you didn't really like that? You kind of got distracted a lot? Now that you mention it, yeah. Do you, do you remember any books she read that she talked to you about? No, she was the one reading them. Why would I... <laughs> why, why would I... See, Keith, if you were to marry her, that would be your life. Just her endlessly talking to you about things that you don't understand. Do you think you'd be happy? Okay. I thought about it, and now that you're saying that, no, I don't think I would be very happy. You want to find a woman who understands you, who likes NASCAR or beer. Cut there. I'm assuming <laughs> I'm making gross assumptions about Keith. Making, yes, we we need more details about Keith. I've um, never been to a NASCAR race, but they look really fun. I'm oh, not yeah. trying to hate oh, on the NASCAR. Oh, community. good times, good times. But yeah, I think it was a cheap shot. Uh, I think it's important, um, especially for those who are in relationships who think it's about time to move on to the next step to evaluate yourself intellectually and. Try to understand where they're also coming from. Otherwise, you might end up like this, Keith, and be brokenhearted. And it come when and also uh, out a car and a cow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like his cow. Like he backed up really fast to get to her house, and he just hit his own cow. You know, and he didn't. Here's the other thing, real quick. He didn't even like call anybody. He just went directly to their house. Like when That's you're in concerning. an accident, you need to stay there, especially like if anything or anyone else is involved. Including a cow, like, but he went over there. And again, I'm assuming he knew that, like, I'm assuming he thought, like, oh, this is good. I need to be, you know, there. They need to know, right? But he, he <laughs> had, unless his phone was broken, which I don't think it was. I mean, he had to know. I doubt it. I doubt he didn't have a phone. Uh, well, I hope he's doing well. Um, I know the friend, thank you very much for sending this in. I know you're doing better, or at least I hope so. Um, you seem to be doing better. <laughs> you seem to be doing better anyway. I'm going to take a wild shot the dark and say they're, they're doing better than they were with this guy. I'd hope so. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thanks for sending the story in. Um, appreciate everyone listening. As always, hope Keith has found a girl who is on his level. And with that, if you would like to share a story, whether it be a hug or a miss, with this podcast, please feel free to reach out to us on social media or send us an email at hugsandmrspodcast at gmail.com. That's hugsandmrspodcast spelled out at gmail.com. And with that, we will bid you adieu. Alex, good night, my friend. Good night. Thanks for joining us on Hugs and Miss It. Crap. <laughs> oh my gosh, somebody hit a cow. Mm -hmm, Alex, help me. Oh, it's Ian. <laughs>